Hello and welcome to the Rural Marketing Podcast, brought to you by the Rural Marketing Company and the Rural Copywriter. I'm one of your hosts, Sarah Walkerton, and my co-host is Toby Billing. Hello. And together we are the Rural Marketing Company, and our mission is to create and implement straight shooting, zero bulldust digital marketing strategies and tactics that provide real results to rural, regional and remote businesses empowering business owners to chase their dreams and enabling them to reach their goals more easily. Individually, Sarah is an award-winning copywriter over at The Rural Copywriter, and Toby is founder over at Billing Metals and Manufacturing. So welcome to episode five, and today we're talking about SEO basics for rural businesses. Because quite frankly, SEO is a really mysterious and misunderstood strategy, as there are quite a few moving parts that all contribute. And there are also a lot of cowboys in the industry and unfortunately unscrupulous digital agencies who quite often sell you grand promises and resort to underhand tactics and just don't deliver results. We've had personal experience in the uh, far distant past with those as well. Yes, we have. We can do this, we can do that, we can do everything, just give us lots of money and yep. you get nothing back for it. So that's basically why we'd like to spend some time giving our amazing rural, regional and remote businesses a bit of a helping hand to really understand the fundamental moving parts that make up a successful and real SEO strategy. Because the more you understand the steps and elements, the less likely you are to stuff your SEO up or waste your money. So just a bit of a warning This is a very basic overview of the steps involved and the strategy we might recommend for you and your individual business needs may differ. So there are a few different SEO tactics for different types of business. These include local SEO, organic or non-location specific SEO and e-commerce SEO. So local SEO is clearly when your business is location specific and you want to rank for terms such as plumber Broken Hill or accountant Toowoomba. Organic is where you simply want to rank for specific word or phrases across a national or global audience. And e-commerce SEO is clearly about not just getting your static content pages ranking, but also getting your category pages and product pages ranking as well. So the approach for each of these three things is going to look a little bit different but they do all have the same underlying principles and processes. So before we start any SEO work, you need to do a bit of preparation to gauge where you're currently at with your SEO. And you do this by looking at some analytics. So the first thing to do is to find out what terms you currently rank for and in what position. And then you also need to take a look at things such as your domain authority, page authority, citation flow, trust flow, your current backlinks, your top-rated content, and potentially your competitors. So not much research to do before you even start. No. There's just a few statistics to pull. (laughs) So that all gives you a basic starting point, um, and you can accurately target the correct keywords for where you're at, um, yeah, without trying to pitch above your current status, I guess you'd say. Yes. Um, You don't want to compete with the big guns too quickly because it's not going to work. And basically having these statistics allows you to measure and track your results going forward. So the first step in any good SEO strategy is keyword research. 
Keyword research basically tells you which terms you should be targeting based on the difficulty level to rank or competitiveness of the term versus the expected traffic volume you could potentially gain or how many people type that term in each month. So we find many business owners come up with some wonderful wild guesses as to what terms they would like to rank for, thinking that if they throw enough money at the right agency, that agency will work miracles and get them on the first page. The trouble is, though, there are some very specific ranking factors around your particular domain name and website that do have a big impact. So if your website hasn't been around very long, and particularly if you've never focused on SEO before, your website isn't likely to be regarded terribly highly by Google. And it's basically due to a ranking factor called domain authority. So all websites basically start out on a score of one with their domain authority and gradually work their way up to as close to 100 as they can. It can take years to get this score up to a decent level, but it will increase more rapidly if you work at it. For a bit of an example, my rural copywriter website has been up for about 18 months and I currently have a domain authority of 10. Now I've worked on my SEO a little bit, but not as well as I could have. So that just gives you a bit of an idea as to how long it can take and what's involved. You've been too busy working on other people's SEO. Exactly, exactly. So if yours is low, say below 30 or so, and you're attempting to rank for a really highly competitive term, that a strong website with a domain authority of, say, 70 to 90 ranks for, you have very slim chances. So in the beginning, you're going to want to target quick and easy wins, which is words or phrases relevant to your industry that will bring you in some traffic while being easy to rank for. Then you can gradually work up to the better keywords and phrases that will bring you in more traffic. So keyword research does take a fair amount of skill, research and understanding to utilise a traffic and keyword analytics tool and then making educated choices on what each page of your website should target. So it's always best to engage a pro to do this for you and it's certainly something we offer at the Rural Marketing Company. It is. Uh, Keyword research also often dictates the content pages you need for your website and therefore determining your information architecture which is a very handy thing to know, particularly before you try and write your copy. So once you have your keywords mapped out to each individual page on your website, it's time to tackle your SEO website copywriting, which is, of course, my favorite topic. So this is often the biggest aspect that many business owners neglect or don't even know about. The golden rule with copywriting is always that copy should be written for your target audience first then Google and SEO second. See, there's no point in bringing uh, lots of traffic to a website if your copy's not engaging and isn't going to convert. So if people get to your page because your SEO's working quite well, but the page doesn't really make that much sense because it's written for Google and not for the customer, it's not going to help your sales the way it should. Yeah, so you're basically driving a whole stack of useless traffic. So, yeah, on that... um, Writing effective copy is not about stuffing in as many keywords as you possibly can because it won't read well. And ultimately, Google can see past that silly tactic anyway. Very, very clever algorithms in Google. Yeah, so they'll detect if you're just keyword stuffing your content and if your content is not engaging the users effectively. 
So content always needs to be quality. It needs to be useful to your target audience. Ultimately, aim for a minimum of 400 words per page, and that really is a minimum. Um, quite often, longer content works best. Uh, with the with, yeah. the possible exception of e-commerce <laughs> is what Sarah's trying to say there. Yes. Um, so e-commerce product descriptions can be shorter than 400 words. I write an awful lot of those for one of our other businesses, Spilling Metal metals and um yeah 400 words is really really hard when you're describing very similar products over and over again so you you should be able to get away with smaller yeah so copywriting is an art form and if you're not a confident writer engaging an experienced seo website copywriter like me is a great idea of course and will really help your results because the right words on the page can be the biggest thing that influences whether you get the sales and therefore your conversion rate and whether you get traffic from Google. So it's a really important element. So next up, we have the technical considerations. And this is where things get a little bit trickier. And to be really honest, this area is not something I'm an expert in, but we do have experts on hand to assist our clients with these sorts of things. So there are basically a whole lot of nitty-gritty technical details that contribute to determining how highly you rank on Google. So the main ones can include ensuring you have an SSL certificate correctly installed, your site load speed on desktop and mobile, and that's a really huge factor, minimizing code requests, optimizing images, optimizing design and layout, metadata on images, correctly name images and files, uh, meta titles and descriptions for each page on your website, not having duplicate metadata, and ensuring you have an XML site map, and so many other things. It's an almost endless list. Yeah. Uh, that metadata is all stuff that can only be read by Google too. Your customers can't see the... Uh yeah, the title and descriptions and metadata. Yeah, but it still needs to be there. It's very important. So unless you know the things and can fix the things, you just won't get your rankings where you'd like them. And again, it really does pay to hire a professional agency or SEO consultant like us to build you a decent SEO-friendly website to begin with and then be able to optimize your site correctly because all these technical elements that you may not see the Google algorithms certainly do pick up on. So step number four is content marketing or quality ongoing content. So Google will always prioritize websites that their algorithms can pick up on as having regular and consistent quality content being added. So this generally ends up being in the form of blog posts which is also useful for your general digital marketing mix and social media as well. So that's handy. Be recycled for many uses they can. Yeah. So keep in mind that the longer you can make your articles, the better. It's deemed by many experts that over a thousand words and often up to 2,000 words ranks much better. Or the more detail and the more useful your content is for your customers, the better you will rank on Google. However, if you're just starting out and that's far too much, that's entirely fair enough. Um, you can always start with 600 to 800 word articles because starting somewhere is always better than not doing anything at all. Um, a good approach to blog posts is to answer the most pressing questions that your customers or clients have or pressing questions about your industry. 
search trends tend to show that people these days do tend to search in question format. So these are really good to capitalize on. There are ways to determine the best topics in terms of search volumes using analytics tools. And if you need this help, let us know. We're more than happy to put together a content plan for you and it's very inexpensive. So last but not least, we come to quality backlinks. So this is an area that many businesses and agencies get really very wrong. So the aim of the game is to get as many other quality websites linking to your website to raise the authority of your site. So in the past and still sometimes now, SEO agencies have attempted to get businesses as many links to their website as possible, regardless of the source. And this has ended up being dodgy directory websites. Trouble is, Google cottoned onto this pretty quickly. And these days, being on a thousand spammy directory websites, um, websites that only exist as a source of backlinks, is not a good tactic. Google hates it, and you're better off not having them. So you really need quality websites with their own high authority to link to you in order for this strategy to work, which means you need to get a bit cleverer. As most big websites aren't going to link to any old little-known website for no reason, so therefore you need to work for your backlinks. So you might consider offering to write some guest blog posts on really good websites. You might um, get interviewed on podcasts. You might get listed on an industry membership website or directory or a business membership group or directory and that kind of thing. Yeah, so basically it costs you either time or money to get. So you get a quality um, link rather than a spammy-looking one. Yeah, and ultimately the more the better, so long as they are quality. So one of your best bets is to build relationships with other business owners and to build your authority as a leader in your industry, and that way they're more likely to link to you. So that's all there is to SEO. (laughs) It's both simpler and more complicated than you might think. There is quite a clear process you can follow to improve your SEO game. And to summarize, this includes keyword research and your analytics, SEO website copywriting, technical optimization, adding quality content often, and scoring quality backlinks. And then as you get stuck into your SEO, you'll be wanting to track and measure your results to ensure you're making progress. And as an agency, we clearly do this for our clients as we have the digital analytics tools needed to do so. And often tools such as SEMrush, Mangles, etc. are quite expensive and they're just not a feasible expense for an individual, individual business owner. So that's where we're quite handy because we've got access to all these special things. And it's also wise to note that SEO should never be pursued as the be-all and end-all of your digital marketing strategy. It should always be utilized as part of your overall marketing mix, and it should always be balanced with the needs of your customers and clients first. It's a holistic um, aim, basically. Yeah. So the good news here is when we fix a lot of the SEO stuff, we automatically fix your website conversion issues too and end up enhancing everything for your customers. So for example, when you're looking at having your website copy professionally written, we do so from both a customer perspective and to enhance your SEO as well. 
Look after the customers. They're the ones giving you the money. Yeah. So we tend to take a two birds, one stone type approach and get you double bang for your buck, which is kind of handy. It is indeed. And that's it for episode five. And now it's time for the shameless plug. We are, of course, the Rural Marketing Company. We can help with website builds, copywriting, SEO, sales funnels, content marketing, email marketing, business coaching, and marketing strategy, and lots, lots more. If you want to take the first step with us, you can download our free guide, Get Serious About Your Rural Business Marketing, The Ultimate Guide to Getting Noticed and Being Found Even When You're in the Middle of Nowhere. The link to that will be in the episode show notes. And finally, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Until next time, catch you later. See you later, folks.